Joining us now in our studios is Northfield's Chief of Police, Mark Elliott's uh, Chief. Thank you so much for coming in today. Good morning, Jeff, and good morning, Northfield community. It's been a uh, you know, we've had you booked here on a monthly basis, on a regular basis, but it's kind of coincided with a lousy night weather-wise. We had a lot of uh, uh, well for December. Uh, there's never been a tornado warning or a, a severe thunderstorm warning issue before, but we got them now right here in mid-December. We're in right here in Rice County. Start off by talking about the weather. Have you had a chance to, I guess, experience anything? Talk to some people early this morning about uh, some, some of the damage that might have been done? Yeah, I, I did have an update from my overnight crew uh, that was working all night. And they, uh, they said we have a few trees down in town. Um, it sounds like there's a couple down around the county too. We have a couple roads that are blocked, but it's only a block here or a block there. Um, so nothing widespread. Um, we have heard some Christmas decorations blowing down the street or found in the neighbor's yard and that type of thing. Um, but compared to what they were uh, talking about the possibility that could happen, I think we came out uh, pretty good. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. I've surveyed, uh, well, just Waterford Township in Northfield, and yeah, not as bad as some of the uh, storms that we've seen, but really an unusual thing uh, occurrence for December. But uh, it was 62 yesterday. All the snow, uh, virtually all the snow, is, snow cover anyway, is gone. So let's talk about the uh, alert system we have, uh, Everbridge. Has, do you know how many people have signed up for that? Uh, you know, I get the alerts all the time, and you can check off which alerts you want. Uh, you can have up to... I don't know, dozens and dozens of alerts, but you can just subscribe to the ones you want. Is that pretty popular? Is the, the public buying into that? You know, it's not as popular as we would like. And uh, we really encourage people to get signed up so that they can be informed. Um, you know, we certainly feel that an informed public uh, is a safer public. Uh, it's better for their safety and the safety of others. So, um on the city website, there's a, a link that you can go to and just hit Everbridge Alerts, and it'll bring you to that page where you can get signed up, like you said. And it's very customizable, so you can choose what alerts you want to you want to be uh, a part of or get notified of, um, from tornado uh, warnings or watches, so you can pick your level, thunderstorms, um, high winds, snow emergencies, all those different things. And and what we really like about this Everbridge system compared to some that we've had in the past years is that um, there's technology involved in it that really helps um, to get those alerts out in a timely fashion. So it's tied into the National Weather Service. So if they issue a tornado um, watch or warning for our area, it's going to automatically load into there and do the alerts. Um, so we don't get the time delays of somebody having to log in and, and put those out. So, th so that's really helpful. Um, and it's just a good way to know what's coming our way. Chief Elliott is with us this morning. Uh, and once again, you can go to that Everbridge site. You can get it through the uh, city's website. Uh, there's a link right there. Uh, let's talk about winter driving. You know, it's not bad out now. We just had a 60-degree day, and the roads are pretty nice. But uh, uh, last week, of course, the, the situation was a whole lot different, where we had a, a pretty heavy uh, snowstorm with um, close to a foot of snow. How are people's winter driving skills matching up? Are they are we still a little bit rusty as uh, we uh, get our first storm of the year? Uh, yeah, we certainly saw that last week. We had uh, for us, we certainly had an uptick 
uh, in accidents and crashes. And most of those were a result of, uh, you know, people not spacing themselves correctly. They're, they're driving too fast or driving too close to the car in front of them, um, not anticipating that there might be some ice or snowpack uh, near intersections and they weren't able to stop in time. So, uh, you know, we really encourage people, um, especially in the winter, you need to slow down, need to plan ahead so you're not rushing, worried about being late. Um, and then just increasing that distance between you and the car in front of you. Um, you know, a good rule for general driving is to have four seconds between you and the car in front of you. Real easy to just pick a, a street post or a street sign and just count between when the car in front of you passes that and when you do. Um, and in the winter or in those icy road conditions, you want to increase it even more than that. That's going to give you time to recognize that that car in front of you is slowing down or stopping and give you more distance to stop. Um, you know, the, you mentioned this morning we had uh, some rain, a lot of warm weather yesterday, and it cleaned off some of the roads. But we also have some of those roads that the wind didn't dry out. And there were some intersections I came in this morning that uh, that had ice on it. It was kind of unexpected. Um, so people looking ahead, watching for that shine on the road, um, you can go from a dry road to an ice-covered uh, road pretty quickly. All right. Let's shift gears a little bit, get away from the weather, and talk about the uh, NPD. Uh, recently, the uh, city council approved their budget for 2020, 20, uh, 2022, and my guess is that uh, you liked uh, at least one area of the result in that uh, they, they did uh, approve hiring another officer for 2022, and that will get you, hopefully, at some point up to full staff. Yeah, Jeff, I was happy that uh, we moved forward with that. Um, our request for that police officer was based on a 2019 department study that was done um, that looked at our total operation and the number of folks that we had working there with our goal of keeping crime low, making sure we have a, um, a police force that can respond to the different types of emergencies we have in our city. Um, and as well, in order to keep crime low to be involved in prevention activities as well um, to make sure that we do maintain a safe city. So it's been a few years since 2019, um, but we, we're glad we finally got to that point. So um, we're going to be hiring for that spot. Um, we have done a little bit of hiring this year. We had some folks leave the department uh, last year. And so we have a few people still in their field training program. So um, we're a little short. We've been filling uh, through some overtime and adjusting some people's shifts and schedules to try to keep that coverage, especially in our patrol division. That's the most important. Those are the folks answering the 911 calls, going to the crashes mm -hmm. on the street and that type of thing. And, um, you know, as I've talked about with some other community groups, um, you know, if, if we have someone that, um, you know, works in a, a desk type position in a, in a business, you know, you have your, maybe your receptionist out, or if you have, um, you know, one of your bankers out, you know, maybe a couple people can handle a few things that come in and that work that needs to be done can kind of get caught up the next day or the end of the week. We really can't have that for our 911 calls. You know, if I've got a patrol officer out it's not like he can respond to the 911 call when he gets back the next day. Or if I have an officer on vacation for a week, it's not like she can respond to your 911 call next Monday. That just doesn't work. So we have to make sure we have that 24-hour coverage. So our staffing levels are extremely important. And these are challenging times for hiring for everybody, and we're seeing that as well. The numbers are down in our applicants. The numbers are down in 
the colleges that provide that education that our police officers are required to get before becoming police officers in our state. Um, so we're, we're feeling very lucky that we have that additional staff person added in now and that we can start that process to uh, hopefully get our numbers back to uh, where they should be for providing for a safe community. Now, you also, there is a, a better position for a, a data coordinator. Uh, putting all, you know, With the addition of uh, the body cams that the police now wear, that's going to add to your workload or to somebody's workload within the department. Is, has that been filled yet? Is that uh, It is not filled. We have it okay. posted. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, December 20th, applications closed for that position. And as you mentioned, that, that position um, really is a is kind of a uh, conglomerate of a bunch of different needs. As part of that study back in 2019, it identified that some of our positions, like our record staff, uh, our evidence technician, and our community service officer, really the work that's expected of all of those positions is more than the full-time employees we have. Maybe not an additional employee in each of those areas, but each of them have a need. So we looked at that as being like a halftime position. And then as we went to uh, body cams, um, we knew there'd be a need for all of that data and to coordinate that data, um, as well as data requests that would come in to process those. So um, adding those together. And then this past year, as you recall, we had a policy task force and we looked at our policies in the department. And I talked about this earlier in the year where one of the things that came out of that was that the public in general felt that uh, our policies were, were pretty much in line with their expectations. But what they really wanted to know is information about how we do our jobs and what type of crimes do we have here in Northfield. Well, we really don't have someone to gather some of those statistics or to put it into a format that we can put out to folks so they can be more educated or talk about the training our officers receive. So that data coordinator position is going to have a variety of uh, different job duties um, to hopefully allow us to share more information with the public to track that information from our body cams and to coordinate that data and then to assist with some of our evidence needs and records needs as well. So this person uh, does not necessarily need to be uh, trained in law enforcement. It's more of a, uh, you, they need to be trained in, in data gathering and how to disseminate that. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Minnesota's data practices laws are rather complicated. <laughs> um, there's a lot of different uh, classifications based on the type of uh, data it is and with law enforcement, depending on if it's an open active case or a closed case and the type of case it is, um, victims involved, different things like that. So um, it, it No, the person does not have to be in law enforcement (laughs) at all. Um, In fact, someone with a strong customer service and uh, technical or statistical background would be someone who would fit well in that. Now, the city of Northfield just uh, approved uh, a hike in the tax levy of about 11%, a pretty good chunk, as did uh, the city of Dundas, I guess. But with that, uh, they've they've done surveys. They want to make sure that the employees are getting paid, that this is a, a place that people would like to work. Now, I know also they uh, came to an agreement with, uh, I believe, the uh, police sergeants uh, or one of the unions involved with the police department. I, just an overall view, do you feel Northfield, uh, from the feedback you've had from fellow uh, police chiefs around the area or just police uh, personnel. Is Northfield a good place to work in the Northfield Police Department? Uh, I think it is a good place mm-hmm. to work. Um, it it really depends on the type of work that you want to do. Um, customer service is very important to us. And those prevention activities, having time to get to know business owners and residents and interacting with our, our community is important here. Um, if 
we, we want to find officers that are a good fit. So we want to be sure that we're hiring people that that is important to them, um, that equity is important to them, that trying to help people is important. If if a, a prospective officer wants to work in a department where I want to be busy, I want to go from call to call to call, felony call here, felony call there. If I want to be in a, a homicide investigator and just work those cases, Northfield's not the place for you. We don't we don't have that type of activity. Um, but that community connection, being a community police officer, those are the type of folks we have here, and those are the folks that we want to try to attract. Um, you know, you mentioned they just settled the contract. Um, which obviously involves pay, that, that's a concern. And we're seeing uh, some of our competitors in hiring. So other police officers are uh, offering other police departments, offering hiring bonuses, um, increased pay, things like that. And it's no different than the private sector. We're seeing that as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have to keep pace for it with that in order to uh, attract good quality candidates. All right. Uh, Chief, I'm out of questions. We're almost out of time. Anything else you'd like to mention while we have you in here? Uh, Just one thing. Uh, This past uh, week and a half, the city council and the school board approved uh, an extension or another three-year agreement for the school resource officer, Mm -hmm. a position that I feel is vitally important for our community. Um, Have that officer uh, in the schools, assisting them with, uh, you know, any questions they have but also building those relationships and doing that community policing aspect in our schools so they can get to know the students, get to know the staff, and assist them with anything that they have. You know, I can tell you that um, from my experience, I was a school resource officer a long time ago. I still have students from that time that contact me when they've got questions about law enforcement or maybe something happened to them or their family member and they want to know how to navigate it. Um, or maybe a, a acquaintance of theirs was involved with something that they shouldn't have been and they want to make sure that, uh, you know, they are able to navigate that or what they need to do to try to make things right. So those relationships are really important. And if we can build trusting relationships in the school, that's vitally important for our community. Yeah, Absolutely. Chief, thank you so much for joining us. Much appreciated, and we look forward to uh, talking to you again next month. Thank you. All right. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year if we don't see you. You as well. Thanks. All right. Northfield Police Chief uh, Mark Elliott. You're listening to 95.1 FM, AM 1080, KYMN.